Hey guys, it's Oso Stephanie. Thanks so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Singles and the City, the podcast. I was really, really, really beginning to become irritated at the fact that not only did this relationship not work out, but none of them. I mean, you can only blame the other person and congratulate yourself for breaking up with people so many times before you have to take a look in the mirror and find out exactly what you're doing right and wrong to keep getting the same result. So I go and consult with the most intellectual friend that I have, the one that usually gives me information that I'm not ready to receive, but it's always spot on. It's always life-changing. And if applied, you come out as gold on the other side every single time. So today that's who we're going to talk to. And um, we're just going to explain a little bit about the process of getting to know your personality as a single person and how it can help you and will help you in every single area of your life. So on complete frustration, I tell her what's going on with this guy and how upset I am and how I don't understand how this keeps happening to me. And she's like, you need to take a personality test. I've been asking you for a couple of years. I know you feel a little sad on this plane ride, but if you just take the test, at least we can have some type of tangible start to getting to your bottom line. So I'm like, at this point, I have nothing left to lose. Sure. Like, what questions do you need to ask me? So I get the letters back and I'm like, okay, what does this mean? And she begins to break it down. And in her breaking it down, her next question was, okay, she literally gets out a notebook on the plane and um, she's like, okay, who was your first boyfriend? Who was your second boyfriend? And we're going down this list of qualities about each guy, how each guy got upset, what made each guy excited. Um, I'm trying to think what else was on there. Um, how they grew up, you know, what they did for a living, what they enjoy, things like that. And out of the list of men that I had dated, been in relationships with, some situationships with, if I'm honest, out of the 16 personalities, if you were to study Myers-Briggs, MBTI personalities, or he says there are 16 personalities, out of the 16, can you believe that I had only dated two? And no, I had not just dated two men. I had <laughs> only dated two personality types out of 16. That is insane that I really truly thought I was venturing off to different cultures, races, religions, you know, all sorts of different men with different jobs. And at the end of the day, I was dating the same two people over and over again. So once I was able to come to terms with my personality type, my tertiary functions, how I make decisions, how I can sharpen skills that are not so sharp, how I can truly, even though I'm tested as one person, how I can truly maximize that, my life change forever. So today's episode, I am bringing on my best friend, my girl, my road dog. Please, please, please share with the people a little bit about how you got into personality testing and how it's changed your life. I remember that something had went on. I don't remember at the time what it was, but I felt extremely misunderstood that day mm. and nothing was making sense to me about, I, I felt that feeling so many times and I didn't know why I continued to feel that feeling. I didn't know where it was coming from. Mm. And so I just, me being introspective, I just looked up, um, 
what, why do I feel this way? Or, or what is, what is the problem or, or something along those lines? Mm-hmm. And it brought me to a personality test. Mm. And so I took my time. I took the personality test. I'm a person. I, I'm very candid. I give straightforward answers. Mm. I don't try to give answers about who I want to be. I give answers about who I am, whether mm. it's good or bad. Yeah. So I got the accurate results the first time. I took the personality test, got my four letters back, and a whole world of understanding was open to me. And I've never been the same since. I love that. Now, when you're talking about personality testing and psychology and skewing Christian singles specifically away from the emotions and feelings um, about themselves and you're making them think abstractly into something else, it can get a little weird sometimes. I know me initially, as you know, I was a little on the fence about it because it sounded like horoscopy like witchcraft, like, hey, leave my brain where my brain is. God made me beautiful. I'm awesome. I'm positive. (laughs) You know, sometimes we don't want to hear anything that could be in opposition to what we're comfortable and familiar with. Um, But obviously, this is not a horoscope. We're not using witchcraft. This is simple psychology. So can you kind of explain the difference between a horoscope, for instance, and personality testing? Absolutely. So the difference between a personality test and horoscopes and zodiacs and all that stuff, which I don't believe in myself, mm-hmm. the difference between those is science and magic. Okay. Um, we're not we're not dealing with magic and stars and stargazing and palm reading. Okay. Um, none of that. There's no seer. There's there's no <laughs> cards. There's, there's no magical element to this. Well, that's absolutely good to know. Why do you feel it's so urgent for people in general, but because we're talking about singles, why do you feel so urgent and important for singles to know their type and to gather this information, especially in this season of their lives? It's imminent that you know it as a single professional or anyone in life, because this is what gets you ahead and helps you get to the goal that you're trying to reach. So when you learn about your personality, You're able to learn about yourself, achieve personal growth, improve romantic business, platonic relationships, you name any kind of relationship you want to improve, parent-child relationships. Mm -hmm. If you're a parent, this is essential. You knowing your own personality type, you understand better even the way you parent, the way you give instruction, the way you teach. Understand your child better once you type them. There are mm-hmm. endless possibilities to clarity and goal achievement once you understand your type. Once you understand your type, you're going to feel foolish for not understanding it sooner because yeah. your entire life is going to start to make sense. And this is so true. I mean, imagine having grown up, you know, middle school, high school, college, knowing your personality type, knowing what you know, professors you need to deal with, knowing what type of friends to choose. You don't have to experiment all over the town. You know exactly what to do and how to approach life. It would be very helpful. So I agree wholeheartedly. So there are obviously a couple of different personality tests that you can take all over the world. Some are free, some are online, some are in books. I mean, I've personally taken MBTI. I've taken Finders. I have the book, you know, um, and I've tested for other things. So 
which test, in your opinion, is the most accurate for someone to take for the first time? They're really trying to get to the root cause and get some identifying factors going so that they can start somewhere. Um, what would be the best test to start with, in your opinion? MBTI are just four letters. It's just a personality test. There's nothing more. They're simply asking you a series of questions. Okay. And then you the the accuracy of the test relies on the the honesty of the person taking the test. Yes. And the self-awareness of the person taking a test. So this is a great example. Let's say that you're, you know, of course we take the test to become more self-aware and understand more about ourselves. So Let's say you recommend the test to a, to a coworker or a friend or a family member, and they're not even self-aware enough to answer the questions with honesty. Mm. They think they're being honest, but they're so far removed from self-awareness that they're, that they're answering the questions completely skewed. So you've got people who think they're deep, <laughs> making themselves intuitives, making themselves thinkers, and they're really introverted sensing feeling judges and they took the test completely wrong so now it's like their shadow function has taken the test the real person hasn't even taken the test which helps the person not at all in real life so when you take um the co the jungian cognitive functions it's telling you how you're actually leading in your life how you execute day-to-day -day things in life i love it there's no, no matter how you try to answer the question, you're going to get the true answer because it's what you actually do without thinking. That's incredible. Which brings to mind, I remember when I first tested, um, when you tested me and, you know, my results I thought were spot on. I thought I was living my best life, you know? But as it turns out, I was testing in a completely different mindset. When you tested one letter off, it completely flipped your functions. It gave you the wrong results. And when we finally understood what your real letters are, it helped us understand that that whole time that you had tested wrong the first time, mm -hmm. you had been living in your shadow function. You were acting as a completely different person than who you actually are. Mm -hmm. And once we understood who you truly are, it opened up a world of understanding about why you were not getting the results that you were aiming for. So very, very true. You were telling me earlier about how um, you were reminding me of the memory when we were on the plane and you were telling me, you know, your story about um, all of what had just happened to you in your personal life in your, in your romantic um, areas of your life. Mm -hmm. And you were very disheartened. And so in that moment, I pulled out a notebook because I was, you know, heavily into the functions and the personality types. And I wanted to help you get to your bottom line, because from what I had known about your dating history, you seem to have um, this same type of revisiting issue. Mm -hmm. And so I asked you, I said, who was your first boyfriend? Who was your second, your third, your fourth or however many you've had? Let me know. And um, tell me everything you remember about them. Tell me why you were attracted to them mm -hmm. and tell me why you ended up breaking up. And so we went through um, all those things. I put bullet points and, and we went through all of those guys, why you ended up getting with them in the first place. Why, why were you attracted to them in the first place? And why did you end up breaking up? And then for each guy, 
I asked you, I said, was he an extrovert or an introvert? Was he a um, more simple minded, more what is person or more what if person, more abstract or more concrete? Um, I asked you about the next guy. I said, was he more of an emotional based person, an emotional uh, feeling person, or was he more of a directive uh, thinking, not really that emotional, just doing what he wants to do, that type of person? And then for the last letter, um, was he a judge or a feeler? So meaning, was he, um, I mean, a judge or a perceiver? Was mm-hmm. he an organized person or was he late, scattered, creative? Right. You know, what kind of of guys did you have? And so to the best of, of her remembrance, of your remembrance and your ability, you helped me figure out the letters to these guys just for short. And after we went through and typed all of your, your, your past uh, boyfriends from your past relationships, we found that they're all but one in the same category. They're all explorers. In the personality world, you have analysts, diplomats, centennials, and explorers. And I'll explain later in, the, in another podcast what all that means. Mm-hmm. But we found that all there are 16 personality types and you had only dated like two, <laughs> the same guy. Wow. And, she, and you had more than two boyfriends, yeah. but you only dated like two out of 16 types. You were, con- you were constantly drawn to like the same two or three types and they were all in these exact same category. And it was startling and startling. Sorry to interrupt you, but also startling to me because I'm thinking I've gone to India. I've gone to Albania. I've been to Africa and literally I'm still picking two out of 16 people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's such an important thing to note. You think, and that's exactly which brings us back to our interracial dating and the, the greener grass syndrome Mm -hmm. point is that you think you're, like you said, you thought you were going to all these different countries. You thought you were dating all these different guys. You thought you were being culturally immersed Mm -hmm. and you were doing nothing but dating the same guy with a different skin color and a different country dialect. Nothing different. Because once you, if you don't understand yourself or you're not living the way you're supposed to live through your real personality type, because you've put on a mask through pain or you've put on a mask because your real personality type is not accepted in society or, mm-hmm. or whatever the problem is. And you start to live as someone that you feel is more convenient to live as, then you're attracting all these people for someone other than yourself. Mm-hmm. If I'm living as the opposite of my personality type, then all the people I will attract are people that are way different than me. And at the end of the day, none of them are compatible to me. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to know what your personality type is so that you can attract the the person you're actually looking for. Exactly. You have been listening to the singles and the city podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will talk to you next week. Remember there's more to being single than dating. Visit us online at www.singlesandthecity.com.